that's me. You're in the right spot. Lake Country Cigars. You are the owner of Lake Country. Myself and my wife own this place. In Delafield, Wisconsin. That's where we are. And so we're going to pretend that I know nothing about this place, even though okay. I know too much about Probably this place. Right. right. So tell us about the shop. Tell us about how you got started here. But actually, no, we're going to go back farther. <laughs> your first cigar. <laughs> tell us about your first cigar. cigar. Uh my first cigar was probably trash. It was probably, uh, I, I don't, I don't r really recall my very first cigar. I recall getting into cigars. Um, so uh, it ties into Lake Country Cigars because Lake Country Cigars opened in nine, 1998 and I started coming here then um, just very sporadically and like uh, out of boredom, you know, right. I'd come and, and, and have a cigar and uh, maybe I'd have it here. Maybe I'd take it home, whatever. Um, but anyway, that got me uh, kind of into the culture of it and, and liking uh, liking just taking a minute to, to hang out and smoke through a cigar. Um, but I, I got married to my wife when I was 26. And uh, I didn't know that she tells me you're apparently supposed to exchange gifts other than the ring. Like... Uh, Maybe you don't even she know tells this. You. Yes. So we, I, I we did were... exchange a gift and my wife lost it. Ah, so not, not the ring though. Is not it? the ring. Yeah. All right. She loved it. So she I did really... follow the rules, but then she broke them eventually. <laughs> yeah, good for her. Um, my, my wife lost her ring and ran it over and, uh, and, and blamed me for it. So anyway, uh, but uh, before, uh, right before the wedding, I think. Anyway, we exchanged gifts. I think I gave her something nice, like a bracelet or a watch or something like that. She gave me a box of Padron cigars, nice. so which she will say to this day she created a monster because of that. But I took it as a green light, and yeah. so from from then on, I got a little more into it, more into the hobby of it, more into the culture of it, more into Lake Country cigars. Was that something that she knew you were into before, or was yeah, that just yeah, like no, this no. is a good wedding yeah, gift for yeah, no she, adults? She knew I was getting yeah right no. <laughs> Just, just took a shot. She didn't really know me very well. We did. It was an arranged marriage. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, she was 14. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> she's older than me. Uh, but yeah, no, she knew I, I was dabbling in, in the hobby and liked it. And she's, she's very cool. She smoked cigars before me. Oh, really? Um, yeah. She, she used to hang out with her, her friends. Uh, not often, but you know, sometimes in, in, in their hot tub or whatever and, and have a cigar. Um, so she's always been very supportive of it and I just took it and ran with it. Very cool. So that was it, your first memorable. Yeah, cigar really. Experience. Yeah. I remember, uh, I, I worked, uh, before this, I, I did install work, installing custom audio video stuff and, uh, drove a van, uh, for a company, uh, in town and, and did that. And, um, I gotten in a car accident, uh, just on my own, not at work. But anyway, um, as a result of that car accident, was off work, and they let me use the company van. And I can remember coming down here just about every day and getting cigars, and then going and, and sitting uh, with that van uh, and, and smoking cigar. I don't know what cigars, but various cigars. As I quote unquote recovered, which I I wasn't injured. I just didn't have any vehicle. Or, right. You know. so. Your car recovered. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So at what point did you start coming here 
like uh, and really kind of getting into it and not just so um something to do. yeah so like i said I, I started coming right away and then um you know as one does you get a little more ensconced you get to know people a little bit more i can remember very vividly one night we were two doors down from this space uh when when lake country cigars originally opened uh it, it was two doors further into the mall here and um uh, remember hanging out one night uh, with John Curtis, John, uh, who is now uh, a rep in the industry and has been in the industry for a long time. Is he with Chris? No, no he's not. not he's, no, no, he's with Forged right now. That's right. He was okay. with Calibri. He worked here uh, uh, long before that. Anyway, um, it was just me and him hanging out there on one night. I can remember him hanging up the phone and saying, all right, man, we got to get you to run this register. <laughs> so someone must have called and said, I can't make it in or something like that. Anyway, so I was like, all right, fine. So he, he at that moment started to show me uh, just how to run this very what we call charming register here, which is just old and out of date. Um, but so, yeah. So from that point on, then he just was like started using me as like fill in for whatever. Yeah. And uh, then I started working here on a very part time basis. Then, uh, you know, f fast forward uh, a couple years later, we moved from that space down to this new space there. Uh, the the full timer that was working here at the time moved on uh, and uh, I was approached with with managing uh, the place. And at that time, I was still doing install work. Mm -hmm. That was my own business as well. And I said and I was looking for something else to do. And I said, okay, let's do it for a year or so and see if it sticks. See if I like managing it. See if you like me managing it. See if I'm actually managing it in the sense where I do managerial things. Because they had never really had that before. They had a full-time uh, person who did uh, a lot here, worked uh, very hard here, and but, but wasn't really involved in the bowels of the business, so mm -hmm. to speak. And I wanted to be involved in that because uh, I had other plans. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, so went, went a year and, and it worked out and we were like, both like, yeah, let's do this. And that from that point on, we, we both came to a, a gentleman's agreement that at the point at which they were looking to sell, I would be looking to buy. Mm -hmm. And so kind of just went from there, but yeah, so I managed this place for about seven years before, uh, we before bought, we bought it. it. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. It's a great story. You know, I can remember my wife back in the infancy when I was just coming here as, as a uh, customer, she said to me, I can see you owning this place. She said that she's a very entrepreneurial this place specifically, not Lake just country cigars. Yeah. 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 And I kind of scoffed or, or just laughed it off, but right. she's uh she's a bit of a, a soothsayer. She knows things. Apparently. Well, it worked out. It did. You're here. She spoke it into being. You're here. People yeah. come too early, which means it's a good spot. That's true. Which is why we locked the doors. Uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so talk about the shop. There's mm -hmm. uh, we sell cigars here uh, and, and accessories. Yep. And people can drink coffee for free. That is a, a lot of people's favorite thing is to come and drink coffee for free. Um, <laughs> always a good thing. <laughs> that's always good. Um, yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Well, uh, it's a great place. My wife calls it the cheers of the cigars world. Um, what can I say? You, I've told you how long we've been open now, um, and we've owned it for over a little over three years uh, now. Uh, it's so Wisconsin's interesting. Um, there's kind of a few cigar lounges. Mm -hmm. They're kind of spread out, and they all have their own flavor. So uh, the, the cigar culture and the shop 
uh, situation in Wisconsin, I think it's pretty advantageous just because um, the, the shops don't seem to be really competing with each other. Right. Um, they're spread out. They're all a little bit different flavor. Uh, I say that because ours, uh, Lake Country Cigars here, is a decidedly different flavor because it's not a bar per se. Yep. And there are many, uh, not many, but the few that do exist uh, have a bar, and, and and that's great. And they have like a more of a nightlife yeah. scene. Uh, we're kind of more of a laid-back living room style setup here, very cigar-centric uh, here. It's very cigar-heavy. Um, that is very decidedly the main event here at Lake Country Cigars. Besides just hanging out with your friends and having a good time, right. that's why you come here, uh, and the free coffee, apparently. Um, but... So that's what we do at Lake Country Scars. We do events. Uh, we do uh, uh, in-store events probably every month in the summer. Mm -hmm. It balloons up to much more than that. We do off-site events. Um, we uh, have a good time. We smoke cigars. Um, I don't know. What, uh, what else what, is there? What are you smoking? This has something to do with your oh, shop. Oh, yeah. Good idea. I see. Um, <laughs> it's called Revival. Uh, and so when uh, when when... We first bought the place. Uh, one of our uh, very best friends in the industry, um, Zade from Brothers uh, mm -hmm. Cigars, came to me and said, hey, bro, as he would in his normal, bro, we should do something, meaning let's do a project together. You know? So he approached you on it. He approached me on it. And he knew I was going to be open to it, that it's something I had an idea about. Yeah. Um, he had. He's a, we carry his product in our humidor. He's for a long time been on that side of the industry. He had the hookup with the factory we now use. Um, he was going to be the legs of our operation going down there naturally for his product because um, I wasn't going to have time just starting this up um, or, or taking this over uh, to, to go down there and, and manage that end of it. Um, but uh, so together, um, I... I made demands from Wisconsin here. I said, this mm -hmm. is the kind of tobacco I want to use. This is how much of it I want to use, actually. Uh, these are the wrappers I'd like to use. These are the sizes I want to do. So, of course, we, he, um, going down there, uh, started having them blend up the things we wanted and the size we wanted. Um, stuff would get shipped back here. Um, we'd smoke through it, make notes. We'd say, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. We got to change the size. We got to change this wrapper up a little bit. Um, and so over the course of a year or so, we smoked through a whole bunch of stuff um, and, and, and blended and crafted our own product here. This revival uh, product is, is, I always make that delineation. It's not a house label. It's not a product that was found and then remarketed. Right. Uh, we, we blended this up. Um, it, the first, the, the black label kind of was was something that was uh, in my wheelhouse. So mm -hmm. kind of got that right, kind of right off the bat, just made a few tweaks on it. The blue label, the Habano, um, was not in my wheelhouse. So that took about a year to, to really come to a, a product that I thought we should put on the, on the shelf. Um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, it's a product, its own product, its own brand, as much as any brand is in there, uses uh, high-end uh, tobacco, just like most of the product we use in there, made at uh, a great boutique factory in Dominican Republic. And we're very, very proud of it. And it's been very well received. <clears throat> and uh, we're very blessed with how uh, it's doing. So uh, it is awesome. Thanks for asking about it. Yeah, no problem. I can see you're decidedly not smoking I'm just, yes. a, a revival. I said, why would I want to smoke Matt's? No. 
kind of a dick move. But no, any, so the pro- anyway, you know, <laughs> I did it's Lagalera, some context which is here. fantastic. When we were at PCA, Brad and Jose Manuel from Lagalera got me roped in on yeah. the cigar with yeah. coffee. Oh, okay. And I'm having a really hard time breaking that streak because it's yeah. phenomenal. You shouldn't just go um, with it. And you decided to carry it. So, I mean, of course, it's phenomenal. Um, the blending process. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mufasa just walked in. He's our dog and he's beloved. He's he, he's why a lot of people come, <laughs> which means my wife walked in the back door. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh the blending process yes, sir. there's a lot of shops that like you said you're trying to differentiate that cigar from being mm-hmm. uh a, how would you phrase it a house brand rather than a brand yeah, a that... lot of people uh will refer to something that's sold uh at only one particular shop as yep. a uh a house exclusive or a, a shop uh brand uh, or a house blend or whatever um that has a connotation in the industry. Yeah. You know, if I go to a place and I, uh, and I walk in the front door and it's called Jim's cigar lounge. And I look at a cigar that has a label on it that says Jim's cigar. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I might jump to a conclusion that maybe he just labeled that or something like that. Um, so I, I just like to educate people when we go in to, uh, when I'm explaining the cigar, someone I said it's, it's made exclusively for us. We actually uh, blended it from scratch. Uh, it, like I just told you, it's a yep. brand on its own as much as any other brand is in here. Um, so it's as as, as local and as uh, boutique is a kind of a word people use. The craft small batch as as it gets um, for this location, it's unique um, and and it's our brand. So there's a lot of companies and shops that I've seen do this. A lot of them are, frankly, not good because you can tell that's what it was. It was like, you're like, hey, go put my logo on one of your cigars that you have left yeah. over in your factory. Yeah. And and so that, I think, loses loses respect, loses the interest mm-hmm. of people coming into the shop. Yeah. Um, and then usually those sort of get stuffed away. <laughs> um, yours is that's not true. that. So when you... Mm-hmm. When you and Zade were trying to figure out what do we do with the revival, mm. how much uh, how much involvement was from your end, and how much was like I think we should do this from him, and then you tweaked yeah. it from there. So so Zade because uh, you're not a farmer, yeah, you're not a... yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so he was really the execution part okay. of it, right? You know, he like I I I say he's the legs of our operation. Um, uh, so yeah, so um, how how did I? come to certain blends or wanting to use certain tobaccos right. pretty easily i you know after smoking cigars for 25 years or 20 years um, um pretty intently um mm-hmm. you know i've figured out which countries i like the tobacco from which uh you know seed varietals which parts of the plant all that kind of stuff so uh my like i said i had said before the black label is kind of in my wheelhouse i just took what i knew i liked you know and after going down to to um you know, factories and, and farms and stuff, realizing you can't just you can't just jam everything you like in one cigar and expect it to burn and expect it to perform well and draw well, all that stuff. Right. But I knew in um, in black there were certain pieces 
I wanted, and we were, uh, I was blessed enough to be working with, with Zade who had access to a lot of different tobaccos. And so I said, you know, I want to make sure we use this because I know I like this because I've smoked these other cigars. I liked every one of them and I like that mm -hmm. piece uh, of the pie. It adds to it, the, the savoriness or it could be the, the, the mellowness or whatever. Um, so yeah, I pieced uh, tobaccos together like that. And like I said, with the black label, it, it worked out pretty well. We just changed up the sizes a little bit. Um, on the on the habano you know i ended up changing the wrapper from from uh to an ecuadorian uh habano it was a little hardier hardier right uh you know held up a little better i think um but yeah that, that's how we did it i just knew uh, of tobaccos i liked we started using them uh sometimes they worked sometimes they didn't and then we just make changes from there and then keep smoking through stuff and he had patience with me and the factory that we were dealing with uh, uh, is is very, very good, very high quality operation. I'm very impressed with. Um, you know, that's the main thing you asked about the blending process. Mm -hmm. what, what did I want to get to in the end? I wanted to get to uh, a cigar that had the characteristics that everyone can enjoy: the yep. draw, the performance, the the smoke production, the way the ash holds up, um, you know, how it lights, how it combusts, how I mean, all these characteristics that make it enjoyable everyone's going to taste it a little differently right? right but the characteristics is really the performance is what you need to get to and then probably by the time this comes out mm. you'll have a third yeah yeah so we could get once... them today i mean they're supposed to come oh really yes yeah they're they've shipped they're they're on the way um yeah that's a new one that is indonesian uh it's uh a new piece of the line uh different uh colored packaging um different size, uh, different blend altogether. Uh, it's Corona. Um, so that's a, a, an extension to the revival. The perfect size. Brand. Yes. I, I like it too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so. that brings up an interesting topic. You have, I mean, so in Wisconsin, the demographic that comes in the shop yeah. is primarily older. Primarily, um, depending on I time of since, day, but, but yeah, there's a lot of that. Let me, let's rephrase that mm -hmm. older than me. Cause I've been coming in here for, yeah over eight years i think and so i think i've been the youngest person consistently since okay i've shown up i think when 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 you're here yeah when there, there's I think. several people your age so, i think that i've probably dropped yeah dragged in yeah anyways um <laughs> and i will continue to do i some. think that's pretty uh it's not uncommon of cigar shops throughout the country there may right. be a, a small pockets here and there of where you got get real young cigar smokers, uh, but I think in general it's it's a you know middle aged and above kind of situation. And so that demographic seems to gravitate towards large ring gauge, big cigars, which is why like well, the like the nine by ninety, the ridiculous one that came out, which I don't even know if mm -hmm. you carry that. The is that Kristoff? That does the uh, that is asylum or asylum. Believe, that's CLE. A, yeah. Um, yeah. We carry that's cigars. The, of that's that the extreme ridiculousness. And, yeah. Um, but then there's the other side where Lanceros and Coronas and things like that. Mm -hmm. Why do you think most of the market doesn't gravitate towards those, even if they're better well, ones? I can speak to our location. You know, we're in the right. Midwest, so you've got Earth, you've got United States, mm -hmm. you've got the Midwest, you've got Wisconsin. And you've got kind of uh, Lake Country, Wisconsin. Yep. So we've gone from uh, 
kind of a all-encompassing kind of a normalcy and we've gotten um how should i say this uh fiscally more conservative as i've gone down and reached down to the yep. country and so we're very fiscally conservative here value-based yep. these are all polite ways of saying cheap um <laughs> But so perceived value is is a big thing for a lot of our guys. So if they can see a cigar that's enormous, that's going to last them a couple hours um, right. that costs 12 bucks. And then um, say a Lancero or Lancero or a Corona or a Robusto is in the same neighborhood price wise. They're just naturally they were raised to gravitate towards that right. perceived value. Right. Um, so. Yeah, and a lot of it is is uh, done based on time too. So they're going to come here, and maybe they're going to spend an hour and a half, two hours. They want once one cigar. So, right. So that's why that size has uh, gained traction, I think. Um, and and just education. A lot, a lot of people don't understand what what different components of the cigar, like what effect they have on the cigar. Yep. Uh, what they might be looking for if they want to some. Some guys look at a big cigar and they, believe it or not, they just naturally think that's stronger than a small cigar, which is incorrect, but it's just a perception. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what happens here sometimes. But we sell quite a, quite a variety here of, of sizes and shapes and stuff. But, yeah, I'm always surprised at the number of guys that go to the really big ones. Right. So. Your humidor has a really good selection. Thank you. Unlike, well, gone to a lot of cigar lounges lately. They're either you get the ones where you can tell the, the owners don't have any care about what's in their humidor and they just want cigars. So they call a distributor and they're say, like, put some cigars in my humidor. Yeah. Or don't maybe they're just they not there that much too. Or that's that. another piece. Of it. Um, and then you have some that are tied to, which is not always a bad thing, tied to a association like TAA or whatever that is. So then they get TAA releases, but then their hands are tied on what they can and can't bring in. You have not no nope. subjected yourself. Well, you know, in that way, which I think has worked out well, because everybody talks okay. about your humidor as like the hotbed for bringing well, new stuff in. Yeah, I never hear that. People enough. do talk about that. Well, I love hearing and that. And people that, that I didn't know bring that up. Like when you're at PCA, they'd oh. be like, "Where are you from?" And he's say over nice. in Wisconsin, and then they bring you up and then talk about your humidor. Oh. So it does. That does Thank get you. around. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, I'm glad to hear it because that is a, a, a focus of ours. So we focus on that. Now, in my opinion, when you have a cigar lounge like this and you want people to come and enjoy themselves, you, uh, you focus on things like selection. Mm-hmm. Because whether a guy comes in and buys the same two, three cigars every time he comes in, he still likes to walk around. And, and the draw for him is this selection, right? It's this candy shop of, of stuff that he gets to look at and, and ponder. Uh, so, so a lot of guys will come in and they have a different cigar every time and some come and have the same, but they like doing the walk around. They like seeing all of the options and stuff like that. Yep. Um, so that, that's a focus, uh, hospitality. I mean, the whole, the, the this is really a hospitality game. This is, yep. that's what we do. So our, our staff here, uh, is a focus of ours. They're very, uh, knowledgeable and, and, and hospitable, uh, friendly, um, so uh, there was another thing we were focusing on, and I've forgotten all about it now. But oh, and the space, uh, like I said, our space is set up as a, like a laid back uh, living room style, mm-hmm. um, c- clean, uh, easy place to be comfortable kind yeah. of place. So I, I think if th- so, that's my philosophy: have those things in order, and that, then we're then we're doing what what I want to do. When you bring stuff in, like if it's a new 
it's a new company, new brand, new blend, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Are you bringing stuff in based off what you think will sell or what you think is interesting to you? Yes, both of those things. So there's always product in there because we carry uh, so many different facings and different small batch options and stuff like that. Um, There's always stuff kind of cycling out of there, cycling in and cycling out. So there's stuff in there that doesn't isn't earning its keep as far as shelf space and stuff. And that's fine because that's part of the the whole selection and, and the interest uh, of it. Um, and what, what was, I'm sorry, what was the question you asked me, Alec? I totally- Do you bring stuff in based off what you think will yeah. sell or what you think is good? And yes, and the answer was yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I guess if I'm being honest, it, if I don't think it'll sell, I'm not, I'm not going to do like a, a significant order. If I like it and I just want it because I know myself and my staff will like it, I'll still order it, but it's not right. like I'm going to put in, I'm not going to be reordering and doing significant orders. Uh, but in the, in the end, I do prefer buying things that I believe are going to, going to sell. Yep. Um, and I think we have here, we're blessed in, in that we have a, a larger range of those products what do i mean by that so our staff here is is into cigars they're yeah. not they're not just working here because uh they need a job or or it's, it's which, it's, which it's that's a, nice a shocking atmosphere. contrast so uh well thank you because i was just at a shop that i won't name okay i asked the cashier i was like do you have this he's like i don't know i don't smoke cigars and then yeah, he that's a bit of a turnoff isn't it turns back to his computer that he's on and he's playing a game at the register and i was like huh all right. All right. Yeah. So I was Fun able times. to talk him down on prices for a couple of things, which worked out because he had no clue what he was selling. Oh, nice. But I guess there are some benefits. There was no interest in cigars. And, and that's shocking <laughs> when it's like you're here all day. Yeah. Yeah. And the customers can see through that. So so being that our guys are, are, are and girl are really into um, cigars is so a, a relatively unknown brand or a new brand, a startup brand whatever uh, gets play here because the monster we've created, which is a blessing also is people walk in and 80% of them always ask, well, what's new? What can you show yep. me that's new? And our people uh, being into cigars will go through and they'll show them everything that's new and say, Hey, I tried this and it's really good. And I've seen what you smoke. And I think maybe this would be something you'd like, or, um, you know, this is a treat uh, for you. You're not going to have every time, but may- maybe have this. So, uh, so that 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 broadens, you know, the, for me, if you come in and I've never heard of, uh, of your cigar, but mm-hmm. you can tell me a few things about it, like uh, what factory it comes from, what what's the makeup of it. Uh, we can sit there and smoke it um, and I can see that the characteristics of it are, are solid. It's well made and stuff. Right. I'm, I'm going to buy it most likely. You can ask. Uh, I just did that yesterday or two days ago. Someone came in. It's a cigar I'd never heard of before, which is getting harder and harder because I've been doing this long enough now that I should be hearing just about everything. Must so if you been. come in with a cigar, and I've never heard of it. So, OK, fine. So tell me why you're doing it, wh- where it comes from. Let's smoke one or two of them and, and, and see, you know, see if the characteristics hold up. Uh, and, and, they, and they did. And I bought and the, 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 the uh, young lady that this was that was. Uh, presenting these cigars was a little bit surprised she was like huh <laughs> like yeah. i took her off guard like yeah just send me some and like, really okay yeah. so this this job is a real thing that can work um 
So, so yeah, so we, we have that blessing here. We have the support of our, our, our community and our, our, our regulars and everything that when we do, when we bring on new stuff, they try it. When we do events, they try it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's- so she came in completely cold call. Yeah. Completely cold. And not only completely cold, but she just, you know, new to the industry too, just not knowing what to do. So, uh, but I thought it was somewhat endearing that, that she had, uh, her and her group of partners were just jumping mm-hmm. into this. They had no idea. Um, and, and in the end was kind of like, oh, so you are going to buy these cigars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a tough, it's a tough sell to bring a new cigar into the industry. Like yeah, for PCA, that was the only like big trade show I've been to. Mm-hmm. There was a couple small brands that are trying to get their feet wet mm-hmm. and it's, they're running around like mad men trying mm-hmm. to meet everybody. Because they're like, no one's going to just buy the cigar off the shelf unless they know the story behind it and they know the people behind it. Right. And the second you can make that connection, you, you'll at least, even if the cigar sucks, you'll gain some respect for yeah. the brand and for the personalities behind it. Yeah. If it, they're it, worth the respect. It, and people, <laughs> yeah, and people like to go to shows or gatherings like that so, so they can, uh, you know, maybe kill a bunch of birds with one stone and meet a bunch of people. Uh, but, you know, uh, if you show up here at, at my shop, uh, or anyone else's shop and you and you put in the interest and effort uh, in that regard and you come and see their humidor and you come and, and offer them a, a cigar. And it's not so much the, the cigar per se, but it's offering them the time to sit down with them, tell mm-hmm. them about the cigar. Um, that goes so much further than sending samples uh, over the mail or um, you know, at a big industry show, just pop it in and say, hey, here, and hand it, you know. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you can do, that's what you can do. But if you can make it to a shop, that that's how to do it. Do you have a process of when you bring cigars into your humidor, where they go? Like, how do you introduce them to your yeah. customers? Um, yeah. So when we bring in a, a completely new product, it's going to get uh, favorable shelf space, meaning so we've got uh, shelving from floor to, say, top of head height. Yep. So it's not going to go at the top and it's not going to go at the bottom. It's going to go somewhere you can see it. Uh, it's going to get... Um, decent shelf representation. In other words, we're going to display them in their whole boxes laid out, you know, from size and wrapper, very shoppable, Mm -hmm. easy way to do it. People are listening, saying, isn't every product like that? Well, we have 13 to 1400 facings in in a humidor, um, maybe even it's grown to 15. I don't know, but uh, in a humidor that can't, can't possibly facilitate that just spread out on shelf space. So some of it is tilted up behind. Some of it is, you know, peeking out from underneath. So not ideal, but, um, and, and we do that because we, we, uh, put a premium on selection. So, um, but yeah, when we get a new product in, we make sure it gets at least a couple months worth of FaceTime. All the, uh, guys, uh, that work here, uh, I show it to them. I say, look, this came in today. They see where it is in the humidor. They always smoke it. I don't have to like, educate them tremendously on it because they they seek it out they smoke the product they they look it up they see where it came from they see anything they can about it uh so that when someone comes in and say and says what's new when they get to that product they're like okay this is what this is right uh so so yeah they get a fair shake uh if after a couple months because by that time a couple months down the road several new things have come in uh so and they have to get shelf space too so if that product hasn't gotten legs of its own uh, by that point uh, or, or a fan base by that point, then it gets moved to a slightly less desirable right. place in the humor. 
So we'll close out with this. Little Smoke. That's how long yes. have you been doing Little Smoke? Because that is a Little Smoke is great event. An event uh, uh, here for I'm gonna say 20 years. We're what working on 23, 24 years here. So it's probably 21, 22 years. I know uh, it got started just shortly after uh, the founding of, of Lake Country Cigars here. So one or two years in, we started it started as a obviously a much smaller event, maybe 50 people. Uh, mm -hmm. And back when you could smoke inside restaurants and stuff, they did them in restaurants. And, uh, but for the last 10 years, it's been, you know, at outdoor venues. And yep. that. That's so, a cool event though. It and is. That. It's uh, and it's been uh, supported and our, our reps and, and our manufacturers that participate in it. It's a multi-vendor event. Um, but it's always well supported by, by the industry, um, makes it very interesting. Um, set up it's set up a little different than most multi-vendor events you get a little mm -hmm. more uh, intimate time with with the people you sign up to, to hang out with but then you also get to mingle about with the rest of the it doesn't people. feel like the vendors are working when we're there i think and that's, that's why they that like defines it. it right because <laughs> that's how you keep an event going you <laughs> you make it so the vendors just hang out and yeah. have a good time yeah so. yeah that's uh that's very worth going to well Good. I'm glad. Yeah, we plan a lot for those and, and put a lot of effort into it. And uh, yeah, I always I always love it when people say they had a good time there because that's yeah. why we do it. I mean, we, we have a shop here that's established and, and people just come to it and buy cigars. We don't we don't re really need to go out and do these events to do it because hopefully people will have a good time. Yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. So we are featuring you guys. Good. As the lounge highlight All right. in the October issue. Um, there will be pictures of the shop. All right write up about you guys um and then information on little smoke and all of that and so hopefully we can get more people coming in mm -hmm. it's also in a great location because it's right off the freeway the revival we do a brand called revival here too. and the revival you're like did yeah. i did i talk about revival yeah. yet <laughs> no, no no you brought that up i would have totally forgot about it god bless you thank you um, for, for doing that and yeah so we'll try to get more people in the door good and uh i think yeah. they'll like it they should that's what i say i you mean should. that's up to you though uh come Enjoy Lake Country cigars. If you don't, you're wrong. That's kind of true, though. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you. All right. Hey, thank you. This was fun. Absolutely. I'm the, I'm a celebrity now. That's yep. That's what. All that's right, what. I'm a big deal. That's what we just did. But you want me to sign something? No. Ten. No, you're not that special. I get it. <laughs>